Press record. Okay. Test one, two, test one, two. Okay. One, two, three, four. One, two. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh god. All right, you recording? Uh yeah yeah yeah. Um almost a minute in. All right, you want to clap? Yep. 3 2 1. Well, that was something. Yep, it's always something. <laughs> so, Mets are losing? Uh, yeah, it's probably the, the bottom of the ninth if I'm lucky right now. Yeah. The, Six, um... 6-1. Not good. The hockey just finalized, I think. I, I don't really care about the Western Conference, but Toronto just won, which means it kicks out the Islanders. Oh, that's a shame. It is a shame. I'm sort of bummed, but... But now you can watch the Yankees, so... Well, yeah, there's that. I don't know. It, it always takes me a lot, a lot longer to get into baseball. Like, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you. This will be... This actually... Having this stuff recorded will be kind of a good... Um, a good gauge to see what my you know what my normal schedule is for getting into games and stuff like that because of course we'll talk about baseball at some point but because um, duh uh, <laughs> but um, I think hockey does take me a little bit of time to get into um, even though I think we discussed this before but hockey is definitely my favorite sport well it's so long yeah I mean, there's so, like the, like the season is so long that God. it's kind of, kind of the same way as, as as baseball. Everything's so long except for football, right? Right. I un- just... I don't know how they do it. You know, it's they're they're playing. I mean, baseball's one thing. You know, um, you know, we're getting to that point. Baseball's interesting because you have you have you're starting to get like this recurrence of tommy john surgery you're starting to get this this you know interesting world where pitches are counted you know it's that's that's a weird you know we're getting you're kind of pushing your body to the limit of what it can do with repetitive motion for pitchers at least and all that stuff it's it's just a little weird but I, I guess all these sports, all these sports that we're talking about, have gone through that evolution. You know, maybe not football. Maybe, don't you think football was? I mean, obviously, obviously, it's a, it's incredibly more, uh, you know, skill intense than it was in the seventies, let's say. Um, but don't you think that like, like hockey did had this kind of transformation where it was like. You had your you you still have your your kind of like role players, right? You still have the big bruisers who can't really score. You still have like you know, but the the enforcers, I guess. You still have the players who are talented, but 
you know, hockey is weird because it has, it had all-stars, you know, classic all-stars, the Hall of Famers, you know, but, but someone like Gretzky kind of really changed the game and transformed hockey into this, you know, the spectator sport where people love seeing incredibly skilled players play, you know, play the game. It's just weird. <laughs> but don't you think there's like that weird like evolution of you know the difference between now and then? I'm I'm glossing over the whole steroids era baseball thing. Yeah, I'm totally assuming that that still doesn't happen is what I hope. What? The st- what, what, what? What aspect are we talking? What, what are you talking about here? You, you've you mentioned three different sports and like f- four different errors, and I can't I can't place what we're talking about. <laughs> well, you're supposed to give me feedback, and I'm supposed to go on the direction that you lead me. I think is the issue. I'm kind of I'm. Uh, well, all right. So I'm batting at all the balls. Football is definitely <laughs> since like. The 70s has progressed into much more of a, a, a skilled sport than it originally was. It originally was just like brute strength. Mm-hmm. And then you had like the uh, the uh, West Coast off- offense show up and everyone started getting high flying uh, receivers. And you had like, you know, OJ Simpson and Jim Brown show up to. Uh, I guess that's true. Be su- like really solid running backs. To, so that people started respecting the running game in the 80s. And then in the 80s, the West Coast offense really took the scene and it all- became all about bombs and your quarterback arms and how tall your wide receivers were i guess um and then i think football probably got to the point of that with contract negotiations and everything in the 90s like when people were getting those huge contracts was because they were becoming the draw at the game right so it wasn't that necessarily people were going out to watch football or their team anymore it was like you can sit back and watch Deion Sanders do what he's going to do or, or, or Bo Jackson. Joe Montana. Joe Montana. And I, then obviously with uh, fantasy football and rotisserie leagues actually showing up. Excuse me? Rotisserie? That's what it was originally called, the fantasy teams. Really? Um. <laughs> That's bonkers. I, I'm pretty sure. There was a good 30 for 30 on, on the first rotisserie league. Let me oh. make sure I'm saying it right. <laughs> That's really weird. Um, did you now? Did n- you now, pe- now? People don't even really care about a specific team or anything. They just care about watching the game and having their fantasy players do well. So it, that was like a very successful cross branding, you know. Did you move in the time that we did the last podcast to this podcast, and now you live by an airport? No, it's just uh, that the the sun's going down, so all the helicopters and 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 spy planes are coming out. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> Fuck this country. Totally, what it is. <laughs> can this? Oh my God! Can we start just being the the like go to conspiracy theorist? Fucking. I mean, I don't I don't think resource. we'll be the first. I'm pretty sure we're we're at the back of the line for that one. Find me the best podcast that's only about conspiracy theories i no, i've tried that and they're awful no come on are they there's some really bad ones no 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 there has to be like a good one 
There, there are good episodes of podcasts that that cover conspiracy theories. Uh, does and they're, they're usually <laughs> comedy podcasts. What does our show count? I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I guess see what ha- see what happens with our uh, our uh, conspiracy episode. Seriously, there's another one right now. Yeah, it's circling. Do you know what? Cir- they're, they're looking for someone that's running through my neighborhood, probably. No way. Like, is it a chopper? What is it? Uh, B12? Is that a plane? Did you say, did you say a B12? Yeah, is that a plane? I think it's also a vitamin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, what, the, the B12 bomber? I don't know if we use them anymore. Oh. <laughs> All right. Is that a biplane? Is the Red Baron over my house? <laughs> but just talking about my neighborhood, I took the day off yesterday. And mm. just, I just didn't go to work. It was a mental health day. Great. Um, That's important. And I've taken my dogs for incredibly long walks. I took Leda for like a ten and a half mile walk yesterday. Jesus. And then I walked her around probably about another nine miles today. She's so happy, so tired. It's great, um, but it got it let me like walk up to my old neighborhood and through a bunch of streets that I'd never been around before. But it also each day I walked on Sunset past this fucking vacant hotel. Who I think like two years ago or something like that. It, it used to be like a shooting gallery and stuff, or you know where homeless and drug addicts and stuff would go and, and, and everything. And then someone got like a a permit or something to make it into like a a work of art or something like that so one day i was driving to work and i look over and all the palm trees the entire building and the property itself was just completely covered in white someone just covered everything in white so what used to be a broke down motel with all sorts of broken windows and and graffiti was now completely whited out and that was cool i guess everyone was talking about it for a while and it's still like that except like it's slowly deteriorating so that you're starting to see the graffiti underneath you're starting to have people put new graffiti on it but for the past two years you drive by and every single fucking wannabe instagram person and every person with a phone and and a camera and every tourist with a camera is like out there for a full-on photo shoot in front of the big white like motel with white trees and everything that's super weird it's awful and like i walked by it three times i think in the past two days and i just i i I don't even get off the sidewalk anymore i just walk behind the people to get in their shots because i'm using the sidewalk properly and i just i I hope that there's some that where i've just in there walking later like looking miserable at the person taking the picture staring right at the lens oh god but then uh on the on the art tip of my neighborhood there's also I've noticed in the past two three months maybe. Mm-hmm. There's uh, there's always been I live in mostly kind of urban areas, so there's always been like abandoned furniture. There and whenever a couch would be left out on the street at my old neighborhood, it was the like if it was a leather couch you would walk by and then you'd walk by two minutes later and someone would have cut the big the biggest chunk of fabric out of the back of the couch so they what? could. Re- so they could sell it to upholstery or pants shops or something, I guess. So, like, you, you walk down and you see all these abandoned catch, couches that have, like, just the big swath that's going to be on the back of the couch of a leather couch is going to be cut out. Um, 
Wait, how, it, how did you figure out that that's what they were doing? Well, it's my assumption, because it wasn't just huh. one couch. It was every couch, unless they were, like, looking for money or bullion. Or, so, if it's, or if it's, like, an artist who's like, oh, I can repurpose this. So you're saying they just take, like, a like a super sharp box hard knife, they cut a big fucking square out of the back of the couch, that huge piece of leather, leather, then they roll up, they bring to, like, a shop that just sews and shit? Or upholsters cars or whatever? Or upholsters couches, maybe? Hmm. I'm sure there's a recycling method for it. Right. I mean, that's the only, that's the only I, I think I, I could think, unless I was, like... In a neighborhood where there was a a uh, uh, you know a, a, a little craftsman that one it was like oh I can reuse this for the stools I'm making so right. every time he came across a couch he was just getting new raw supplies he Jesus. or she I don't know right but my assumption is that someone was was making a dime off of it because like it was so consistently done in the neighborhood huh but in my new neighborhood I don't see that happen to the furniture anymore what i have come to see is like two months ago i saw one on sunset next to a bus station was an abandoned couch and it had a very brightly painted on face on the front of the couch so that it did big eyes on the back seat and then a frowny mouth with a tongue that went across the front of the sitting area Mm -hmm. and i was like oh look at that that's something and over the course of the past two months, I've seen armchairs and smoking chairs and love seats and sofas all in my area that have different sad couch faces painted on them. Wait, what? Wait, why is... So why? I, it's art. That's not <laughs> I, art. I don't know, man. I, I, like, I, I took a picture of an armchair I came across today. I'll put it up on the, uh, on the, the gallery. But I'll also forward it to you so you can see it. That's crazy. It's uh, it's much more entertaining than a big white rundown motel. Super ridiculous, dude. It's but- No, it's done like classic Disney's style, it looks like. I'm not sure. What's Disney style? <laughs> like animation. Like it looks like that type of Disney animation. It looks like a, a Goofy or a Pluto. God, that's fucking crazy. Speaking of our location and where we live, it snowed again last night. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually been really nice all week. Um, what I describe as nice is uh, this is the... This is that section where I talk about the weather, like every single time I talk about the weather. But when it's like not snowing, I won't talk about the weather. Um, it rained, <laughs> rained all fucking week, right? Okay. So most of the other snow is it has left already then? Well, everywhere except for at our house. Um, okay. Like the minute you, but I, anyway, I'll get to that. I, the whole week it rained, everyone was like, Oh, rainy, rainy Wednesday, rainy Thursday. Like people kept on saying shit like that. And I was like, guys, it's like, seriously, it's, it's literally the saying is April showers. Right. So <laughs> wait, they thought it was rainy Thursday. Just <laughs> the day of the week. <laughs> A bunch of people just keep on being like bummed about the weather. I'm like, guys, this is the re like, we want rain right now. That's good. Rain is good. Like 
it also gets rid of all the snow and everyone's like, oh, all the snow's gone. Well, it's not gone at my fucking house. So just wait until it's fucking gone. So anyway, almost all gone. I still have like the the plow mounds. You know, like when they used to plow out like like the big mall parking lots and shit. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know those big huge stacks of snow would stay like fucking forever because they're so big basically and then by the time they melted it was just a pile of gravel and and all the cigarette butts from the uh from before the snow yep thanks for that dark side um the <laughs> you're like want while littering um the the, <coughs> the mounds in my driveway from the plow are still pretty high like i don't know i i I would still be able to like if i if i dug a hole in the top of one i might be able to get all the way inside it it might be exactly my height so it's still fucking pretty big um i'm sorry that was the weirdest way to describe that if i dug a hole inside it then i could probably hide all the way inside it um anyway they're still pretty tall and then I've been driving this week. I I took the I took the Audi like off the insurance and I put the the Benz on the insurance and I just decided to start driving that like on a whim just because it's been like fucking I don't know rainy and whatever and I want to give the GTI a rest. I'm sick of the fucking Audi and I want to sell it. And so it rained all week. So the snow is gone everywhere except for at my house then last night everyone's like oh it's gonna snow like a little bit like flurries whatever and then as i get home i'm starting to like drive in actual snow and i'm like okay so it's it's gonna snow snow and then by the time i took the dog out there was like an inch on the ground (laughs) already it just happens it just happens like fucking like that but the best part about all that is you wake up to a fucking full-blown winter wonderland because it rains all week. So the branches are all wet, and that means the snow sticks to all the branches. So, I mean, you wake up to a completely stunning picture of, like, you know, winter wonderland. But because it's April, you're like, Ugh. <laughs> like fuck this i said to kim this morning it's funny because in like october when you get your first snow you're like yay it's snow you know i'm so pumped about snow in october and so pissed off about it in april pretty typical so anyway it snowed and since it snows so much over the night I was supposed to go to the junkyard today with um, the guys who work on my car. And they each have the same car. So the three of us, I I just realized I've never explained this, but this is kind of weird, I guess. But each of us has a Jetta from the same exact era. So all three of us, there are three of them. So he was like, I talked to... um, you know zach last night he's like yep let's do it tomorrow definitely it should be good the junkyard's only open until noon so it's like kind of hard to get your ass out of bed on a saturday probably not you but for me it's hard and he texted me this morning he was like 
do you want to like not do it because it's snowing like fuck and then he was like fuck it let's do it and we went i got breakfast buddies nice right we went i picked them up we did like a couple things whatever got to the junkyard and there's this like thing about expectations right there's like do you ever have this happen where where someone gives you an expectation and it's just like the way they describe it because like maybe they don't know you or maybe vice versa maybe you don't know them well enough you can't accurately judge how good or bad something is going to be do you do you have any examples of this that you can think of now that i'm saying something incredibly vague like this say it one more time so like here's my i mean i'll just give you the example but like zach said to me and has said this a couple times too he's like yeah they only have a couple uh a couple mark ii volkswagens there you know and he's like and and they're pretty well picked over and so i'm thinking i i kind of correlate it to like the junkyards that I've picked before, right? So I think in my mind, okay, what's a place that I've been before that's pretty well picked over? And what's my, what do I consider pretty well picked over, right? So he kind of sets me up for failure, right, in this sense. And, and my question for you is, do you ever have someone describe something to you and you have an expectation in your mind Um there's something else I want to say about this, but I'm not going to tangent myself. Do you ever have an expect- expectation in your mind and when you finally get to experience it, it's completely the opposite of what you thought that person was explaining? I mean, I'm sure I've thought, expected something and then come across and see that they were either over emphasizing or under promising in one regard or another i just can't think of anything off the top of my head so here's another thing do you do you consider yourself a visual person what do you mean we, we've already covered that i see things in shape yeah see right silhouette so when someone describes um okay how about this do you do you dream vividly sometimes okay not lucidly though i don't really do lucid dreaming yeah me neither sometimes but not really um i mean i've had vivid dreams before okay how do you do you learn best by like i mean i know you're you're a you're an intelligent person okay when you learn something how do you retain that information? Like, is there a method that you used to do for college or high school or something like that so that you could retain the information? No, just usually cram and repeat. Right, repetition. Okay, good. Do you ever... (laughs) That's a good one. Do you ever... I'm like asking you leading questions so I can kind of yeah, see I'm, if. Sorry, I'm, I'll get there. I don't really know where this is going. I'll but. get there. I'll get there. Do you visualize certain things, such as like if someone describes something to you? Okay, uh, 
Right. Do you kind of put your your mind individualizing it? Like someone says to you, "Oh, we're gonna go to um, you're gonna go to a hotel, or you're gonna like you know we're gonna we're gonna put your bags in the hotel, and then we're gonna go to the lobby." And then, so they give you like an itinerary. So at that point, are you just thinking about the idea of that or are you visualizing something? So the leading question is to get to the this. Have you ever gotten somewhere and you thought, yeah, this is nothing what I thought it was. You know, it, I had this picture differently. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you already asked that question. I know, but does that does that? I'm trying to ask it a different way. I'm trying to like get you to the point. This is because this is how I think. Okay, and this is something that I've thought. I've thought this way my entire life. I can't not do it. It's something that's that's very weird, and this is also something that I mean. This might be the worst topic ever, but I know other people in the world do this because I can't be the only one, right? But I do this a lot. I try to visualize something. I try to picture myself in a scenario. And well, that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think everyone does that. I'm not really sure. Like, if you, if you and I have plans to go to someplace that I've never been before. Yep. And say it's. Say, I don't know. It's, oh, we're going to go to. I don't even know what to give you. I'm going to take you to a brewery that you've never been to. It's in the Northeast Kingdom. Okay. Then, yeah, it's like I will use from my experience uh, in both in real life and from what I've seen on like how it's made. <laughs> and I will put together a picture of us walking through that brewery. And with all the uh, homogenization that's taken place with regulations and, 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 and building specs and the specialization of the apparatus used in a brewery so forth. <laughs> when we get there the next day, it's going to be very similar to what I, what I dreamed up. Right. There's all that stuff is going to exist to a certain degree. So uh, I think, and I think unless, unless when you are, are thinking of, of what a place is going to be like the next day, if you're thinking of, things that don't exist or or times that aren't here anymore like oh maybe it'll be like a junkyard in in the 50s and like you have some like black and white memory of the 50s or something like that i don't know but i think the fact that everywhere kind of has to look the same night same way now for like building regulations sake and you know osha regulations and all that i I think you're pretty safe in, in imagining most places. Okay, good. I, this that's my, that answers my question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about doing that like the longest possible way. Um, I, it, it, that confirms to me that we think incredibly differently, and it's just that's good. I like that kind of confirmation. Wait. So wait. You, how do you think? Like, how do you? If I said, "Hey, we're gonna go to a a a, a water park tomorrow." What what goes through your head? Like even if I if I think about something incredibly generally or vaguely or what have you, I picture myself doing something functionally. And even if there's a minute difference in how I pictured it to how it is in real life, which 
99% of the time, it is different, right? You're not going to be able to just visualize something correctly, right? I, I feel like I was given like a mind of um, of someone with like, uh, what's the thing when you have like, is it pictic? What is the fucking memory that people have? Idatic. No, what's the? Oh, damn Photographic. It. Thank you, Jesus. I was going to say, same I thing as idatic. I was trying to say pictographic in my mind. I was like, what is it called? <laughs> I was, I feel like I was given the mind of, uh, uh, of, of someone with a photographic memory, but like without any of the like, synapses that like connect those two parts of the brain like it just doesn't ever work so in my mind i picture something and then even subconsciously or even for a split second maybe consciously i'll think huh this is nothing like i ever thought nothing like i I dreamt it to be or something to that effect you know i i think this internally i might actually be crazy but regardless i'm hugely digressing because i think that's interesting and i bet no one else does the junkyard, okay, reeling it in. The junkyard that we went to today was fucking amazing, okay? This is everything I ever thought it could be. Vermont is the, like, no one fucking lives here, okay? It is the biggest fucking, you know, like, huge spaces no cars, no people, no nothing. When I think of a junkyard, and I think, you know, I'm thinking on scale-wise, I'm thinking, this place is tiny, right? This place is like, I I don't know, like maybe two football fields, okay? This place was like eight eight fucking football fields, okay? Mm -hmm. And... Well, I mean, if if it's... One thing Vermont has plenty of its land. It does have plenty of land, but I just I didn't expect them to have so many cars in one place and so many complete cars in one space. But and I'm like reasoning all of this out as I'm going through this place and walking through and it's just such a junkyard. Like they haggle with you. They're like, ah, you could get, you know, that's that's 40 bucks for that alone. I'm giving you a deal at 40 for the whole pile. And you haggle back or whatever. And you're like, ah, you know, whatever. The guys were like, they they said, um, you know, you got to haggle with them because they'll ask for, you know, some the pile. And they'll say, ah, oh, that's $60 for the pile. And you start taking things and you start being like, well, you can scrap that, and you can scrap that. I don't want that if that's sixty dollars. How about how much for just this? And then they're like, oh well, you might as well take all of it because you picked it. So anyway, I went out. We went out into this. It was so muddy, and that was the other thing I was gonna say is that like we went like I drove like ten minutes away from my house. There's no fucking snow anywhere. It's just like only at my house is there probably like four inches of fresh snow and absolutely nowhere else um only at elevation so we get to this place everyone's overdressed everyone like strips down a layer and we're like 
this is the perfect day to do this. I don't you even. Said, you said overdressed, and I thought you guys went in suits or something. <laughs> <laughs> we wore suits to the junkyard, so realized we were overdressed and, and lost a layer. <laughs> rolled up our shirt sleeves. <laughs> rolled up our sleeves. I was in nothing but knickers and suspenders. Is that a thing? I mean, yeah. I don't know why you'd be wearing them with a suit in this day and age. Isn't that what people wear underneath a suit? I don't know. So anyway, I went, we went out to the cars and whatnot, and I'm looking at this car. Like, one of the cars is just fucking a full car. It's just complete. Like, everything about it is complete. No one's taken fucking anything off this car. And, yeah, I mean, sure, like, there are, like, a couple hoses missing and, like, whatever. I, the bumper was taken off but still right there. Like, mm-hmm. there's and, – and the, the back window is, like, shattered out of it. And because, you know, scrap prices and things like that, every once in a while you'll have a car that's, like, full of fucking weed whackers and fucking heavy metal shit to get so that they can scrap the car for more, you know. Or whatever. So this is one of those cars, that, which is so sad because the interior is immaculate on this fucking car. Um, but basically, I spent you know we were there from Jesus, I guess nine nine thirty till noon, so not that long, I guess. Um, I guess that's long for like anyone who doesn't want to ever do that, but. I could have stayed another three hours. Like, there was so much stuff. And the reason why we left is because we got kicked out, basically. Like, the place closes at noon. Right. On well, Saturday. Why, why would you have to stay open late uh, as a junkyard? It doesn't make any sense. Right. You can do whatever you want. So Make your own hours. <laughs> right. They're open during the week, so whatever. I mean, like, I think they're closed Mondays. But, like, this place is a fucking just a fucking gold mine. I mean, and I didn't even get to see like the entire other section of like Mercedes stuff. I don't want to go because I'm going to go, I'm going to go and like get garbage. I'm going to go and like pull parts and be super excited and be like, Oh my God, I want all this stuff. Um, which I don't need anything, but mostly like my pile was just, Lots and lots of bolts that would be very, very difficult to find, you know, because we're starting to piece together the last bits of this car. And so, you know, like I needed little things like gas flap bolts, you know, which is such a stupid thing. Like you don't think like, why is the gas flap off the car? I don't fucking know why the gas flap is off the car, but I got it and the gas flap was off the car. I still have the gas flap, so now... After today, the gas left back on. So it's that, you know, um, I needed bolts for the dashboard. I needed uh, wiring for the heater controls. Um, We needed a bunch of other dash wiring. I needed the nuts that go back behind the firewall that hold the dashboard in against the car. I needed bumper bolts. I needed just so much shit fucking we took um people usually like upgrade um the the starter cables that attach to the car and the grounding cables so we got the later versions of those i mean this place was just 
filled with stuff and so nice. And, oh, I also needed wiper arms, but the only car that had the correct size wiper arms that my car has, someone had slammed the hood down on the wiper arms. So they were just completely, like, bent to almost the point where the metal was fully sheared. And it was so sad because I was like, oh, those are my wiper arms that I need. But it was a lot of fun. You get like kind of if you're into stuff like that, like I am, you get like um, like the American pickers call it junk drunk. And you do you like get so into it. You're thinking you're so zoned in. You're like, I need to get all of these things. And I still the minute I left, I was like, fuck, I forgot to get this and this. And I have three things in my mind right now that I know I forgot. And I was like, why don't you make a list? I did make a list, but I didn't have enough time to read the list. No, I didn't have enough time because it wasn't like we were all working on my stuff. Right. You know, like I was working on my stuff and they were working on my stuff for like the first bit. But then after like when it was the last hour and it's like crunch time, they were like, frick, we got to go get some stuff for ourselves. So they went off and, you know, kept picking stuff for themselves, which is stuff they need, you know, stuff that they don't, they either need to replace or what have you. And I went off back to the good car um, after we had kind of, there was one car that was pretty much like god there's really nothing nothing good on it but we had pulled off all of the if you find a car that doesn't that's like you know people have taken all of like the good like bits off of usually those cars are the best cars to get like bolts off of because people aren't gonna go looking for those bolts because people aren't you know doing what i'm doing like you know rebuilding a car kind of from scratch and during the process of that takedown and put back together you you lose stuff right or when you got that when i got the car you know there were bolts that were just missing entirely it didn't come with you know certain bolt bumper bolts because they're at that guy's property somewhere in the grass you know it's like so things like that but anyway it was fun and uh i like i like I can't, I can't, I love doing that so much. I can't remember the last time I had so much fun just like in a junkyard. I I feel so at home. It's so strange. I just love a junkyard. You're rambling about junkyards. I love junkyards. (laughs) Anyway, so that's what I did today. It sounds like you it sounds like it sounds like you went to a theme park of your job. No, because that's what I did by this weekend. I went to, I went to my job's <laughs> theme park. <laughs> I mean, Be, because you talking yeah. about finding the right models and the right parts and matching them back sounds very similar to the inventory you were you were telling me about. Not that you work in a junkyard and it's that you work in parts. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, in a lot of senses, I do work in a junkyard because we do get salvage parts. But, I mean, uh, yeah, no, yeah. It's just the specific parts that I like, which, and I've said this before, this is why I like my job. I like my job because it's a category of stuff I like. It is a world 
that I enjoy. However, the types of cars that we I work in with my job are not the types of cars I've ever driven. So it keeps it interesting in that you know realm separately. And not to continue talking about cars, but the I've I told you about the guy who I bought that Jetta from, right? This guy Andy. What was that? Did I ever tell you about how I met the guy who I bought the Jetta from? No, I don't think so. I really hope I haven't told this story already, but I was in St. Albans getting gas for the Benz. And I'm filling up the Benz. And up pulls this Saab 900. And this guy goes and he's getting gas. I'm filling diesel. We're both leaning against our cars. And and I was like, I just yell over. I'm like, that's a sweet Saab. And he's like, thanks. I like your, your Benz quite a bit. And then, you know, in Vermont, you don't have to hold the gas pump thing. You could just, it just holds itself and you walk away from it. Hey, we have that here too. Nice. They don't have they don't have that in New York. It's bullshit. Um. So I walk over and I start talking to this guy and he's like, "Oh, I'm Andy," and I'm like, "Oh, cool, I'm Andy." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and he points back to behind him and there's this huge fucking um like Winnebago thing and he's like. I just bought that thing. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm going to use it as a chicken coop. And I was like, cool. <laughs> like, what? Like, this like Winnebago fucking thing you're driving? And so we talk for like, you know, a, a hot second. And uh, we're talking about, obviously, cars and shit. It's like nine o'clock on on like a Thursday. It was just the most random fucking time to for us both to be filling our cars and whatever. And uh, and then the Winnebago like starts driving off, and uh, and he goes, "Oh, I gotta catch Molly," and I was like, "Okay, you gotta catch Molly." So he just gets in his car and leaves, but not before he gave me his phone number. So I had this guy's phone number. And I can't remember what it was. I think it was, um, oh, yeah, he's he in that time, in that exchange, he had said, oh, yeah, I'm into Audis. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, I'm not, really, but I bought one recently. And that was my old um, Audi 200 wagon. And he's like, yeah, I have parts for that thing. If you need it or if you need help with it, let me know. And fast forward, like, a month later we had texted a bunch and then he called me and we talked for like an hour on the phone about fucking car shit and that was the first time he mentioned that his son had this Jetta that he was doing a VR6 swap to and at that point I had sh- a shitload of cars and I didn't want anything else and that was when I was like, well, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. Oh, here's a great example. Of? Exactly what I was saying before. So he he described this car to me. And I 
can close my eyes and think about what I pictured this car to be because he described it to me and he's got he's kind of like he's he was brought up in the states from like age 12 but his parents are welsh and he grew up in wales from like zero to 12 was his last name jones no his last name is morgan so a lot of joneses in wales yeah it's just the one i think of it's just the one you know i guess are there others it's a very common name in Wales. Have you been to Wales? No, my company was purchased by a, a Welsh uh, conglomerate a few years ago. Oh, that's really interesting. So, whenever I meet a new person from the company, there's good odds their last name is Jones. Wow. Huh, that's super weird. Um, What is that guy's name that I'm thinking of? I don't know. Because now I can only think of James Earl Jones, and it's not him. I don't think James Earl Jones is Welsh. No. no I don't think so, either. Oh, he's the singer. What's his name? Very Welsh. John Paul Jones? No, that's not him. Oh, wow, John Paul Jones. That's good. That's a good reference. So, Thanks. So, anyway... I in my Jones, Jones remains the most popular surname in Wales. Well, probably, yeah. 5.75% of the population. Jesus Christ, that's like way too many. What's the derivation of Jones? Like what does that stem from? It's not like Smith. Around the time of the union of Wales with England, the traditional Welsh system of patronymics was increasingly replaced by surnames. Furthermore, Christian names such as John, which were common in England, had become increasingly preferred to distinctively Welsh Christian names, such as Miradud and Llewellyn. Thus, Mabloin or Absion, and many other variations, meaning son of John, became the surname Jones in a large number of cases, making it a very frequently used surname. Holy shit. There you go. There. So it's just, jo- it's just Johnson, but like a variation on it. Right, exactly. Not so special. It is weird that there's Johnson and there's also John Stun. Well, what's the Stun? I don't know. Is it just uh, Nordic versus English, or what? I really don't know. I, 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 I mean, it's like Stone or Stein, Steiner, Stoner. There's a lot of weird stuff like that. That's all, like, relative variations within kind of the same shit. You're just going to look it up. Yep. While you're looking that up, I'm going to say... In my mind, I can still picture the way he described that Jetta. And for some reason, I pictured it 
a black four-door with a sunroof and kind of like just not in great shape, just kind of like torn apart. And he kept on saying things like, you got to put it back together. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, it's a car I have to put back together. I don't and he's like, I'll really give you it cheap, you know, and he kept on saying, you know, it's like, he's like, yeah, you can have it real cheap. He's like, it's in real good shape. And at that point, I kind of, you know, it's like you just you don't believe, you don't believe the story at some point, you know what I mean? And at this point, I didn't have you know, a good built-up rapport with this guy. So, in my mind, It, I was like, holy shit, this thing's in good shape. Johnston? Is the literal meaning Johnstown from uh, certain cities in Scotland. Perfect. So it, you'd be someone from Johnston. Yep. So that explains that. Huh, I should have figured that out. Dance electric, mach mich an. Come with me, 